Hello there. Thank you for joining us on David Ibiomi Podcast. We believe that a sermon you're about to hear will enlighten your mind and grant you the true salvation that can only be found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. God sent me because of you. And until you are blessed, heaven will not rest. Season of promotion part two. Promotion means change of level. Season of promotion simply means time of change of levels. It means season of lifting. As you change level in your career, business, life, politics, academics, sports, name it in the name of Jesus. Stagnation in life is not the will of God for any of his children. We are redeemed to be esteemed. We are created for the top. He said, if thou shalt hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all that he command you this day. He said, we set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And thou shalt be above only. Deuteronomy 28, 1 and 13. He said, if you can hearken to my voice, I'll set you above. And he made no provision for average. He said, you shall be above only. The extent to which you enjoy promotion in life is determined how you promote God's kingdom. The way you promote his kingdom determines how he promotes you. If man is promoting you, then you have limitations. Because wherever a man's hand stops, that's where your promotion will stop. But if God is the one lifting you, then your promotion has no bound in life. So if you want to make your life a season of endless promotion, you must secure the hand of God upon your life. That comes when you build his kingdom. When you build his kingdom. It is builders of God's kingdom that becomes commanders of great future. To secure a great future and a glorious tomorrow, you must engage in building his kingdom today. When you secure God's hand over anything that has to do with your life, business, career, name it, it does not matter how hard things are. I tell you, no devil can stop you from rising to new levels. And from today, no force in hell will stop you. In Ezra chapter 6. And there was found at Achmedam in the palace that is in the province of the Medes. A roll and there was a record thus written. Look at verse 3. In the first year of Cyrus. You read verse 3 together. One to go. In the first year of Cyrus the king. The same Cyrus the king made a decree concerning the house of God at Jerusalem. Let the house be built, the place where they offered sacrifices, and lay the foundations thereof be strongly laid. The height thereof three score cubits, and the breadth thereof three score cubits. Shall we read four together finally? With three rows of great stones and a roll of new timber. And let the expenses be given out of the king's house. King Cyrus was not a Jew. He was not in the covenant. And was not going to worship in that temple at Jerusalem. Yet he ordered that the temple to be built should be at his own expenses. Do you understand it? He was not going to worship them. He was not a Jew. But he said, I understand the mystery of promoting his kingdom. Look, everything you need to spend there, let it come from my own pocket. God does not use people and dump them. It's not a user of men, it's a blesser of men. He's a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. 
Now hear what God did for Cyrus. A man who was not in the covenant. That he said, I'm going to build your house at my own expenses. In Isaiah chapter 45, 1 to 3, God did something to King Cyrus. Look at what he did. Thus said the Lord to his anointed. God called him anointed. Did you hear me? Are you holier than God? He said, because you build my house, you are anointed. Thus said the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, the man who was not in the covenant. Whose right I'm holding to subdue nations. I'm going to subdue nations. That's why he sees some unbelievers give offering and then they promote them to be governors. He said, why? Why would God bless that man? Do you know what he has done to touch God? This man was not a child of God. But I know the secret that if I build God's house, you will turn my story around. God called him anointed. If it's today, you say, why would I call him anointed? That yeah, man. Are you God? God said, this man, no, I don't care about you. Who is carrying Bible in your habit? He built my house. He's my anointed. <laughs> Are you holier than God? Go and ask God, why will you call him anointed? It's not me you ask. He said, to subdue nations before him. And I will lose the laws of kings to open it before the two live. And the gate shall not be shut. I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. I'll break in peace the gates of brass across the bars of iron. Look at verse 3 together. Want to go? I will give thee the treasures of darkness and the hidden riches of secret places that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, will call thee by thy name. I am the God of Israel. It is what you make happen for God, God will make happen for you. When you build this kingdom, he will build your life, build your business, build your finance. He called Cyrus anointed and held him by his right hand. When God is the one upholding you, believe you me, no devil can bring you down. You may not belong to any political party, yet great things will be happening in your life because of the hand of God. May somebody enter into Zyrus' kind of grace in the name of Jesus. When God anoints you as he anointed Zyrus, even your enemies will be working your favor. Thank you for listening. Join us same time, same place for more life-transforming messages with David Ibiomi. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also follow the link in the description box to purchase full audio messages and ebooks. God bless you. Until you are blessed, heaven will not rest.